0: Felt this frantic. She sensed her throat emitting sounds, ugly, croaking sounds, she feared, but she couldn't make herself stop. Even when Leo had died, Julian had been there to stand by her. Devilish rake he might be, he was her brother's steadfast friend, and hers as well. Over the years, they'd come to think of him as family. If Julian left her, she would truly be alone. For the second time that morning, Holling gave her arm a shake. Lily looked to the housekeeper. He's alive, the older woman said, still breathing. Tears of relief rushed past Lily's defences. Bring him in. The footman scrambled to obey, lifting his sprawled body from the wheelbarrow and hefting it up the steps. To the kitchen. They all filed down the narrow corridor, heading for the rear of the house holling first with her lamp, then the footman bearing Julian. Lily brought up the rear as they descended the short flight of steps to the kitchen. Even at this early hour the kitchen staff was hard at work. A toasty fire warmed the room, and a yeasty aroma filled the air. A scullery maid lifted floury hands from the breadboard and stepped back in alarm, making room for the footman to pass. They placed Julian by the hearth, propping his head on a sack of meal, Send for the doctor, she said. When no one sprang into action, she repeated herself at the top of her lungs. Doctor, now! With a hasty bow, one of the footmen hurried from the room. Lily knelt at Julian's side. Heavens, he was filthy. Dirt streaked his face, and the smell of the gutter clung to his clothes. She put a hand to his forehead, finding it clammy and cool to the touch. Perhaps he needed air. Her fingers flew to his cravat, and she tugged at it, unwinding the starched linen from his throat. A day's growth of whiskers scraped her fingertips. She turned her cheek to his face, rejoicing at the warm puff of breath against her skin. He suddenly convulsed, as if coughing. She ceased her tussle with his cravat and pulled back to stare at him, not wanting to miss any word he might speak. His eyes went in and out of focus as his gaze meandered over her form, Hello, Lily. Relief washed through her. Julian, are you well? He blinked several times in rapid succession. Then again, slowly. Finally, he said, Violet always was your colour. He slumped back, eyes closed. Was he drunk? She leaned forward, sniffing cautiously at his exposed throat. No liquor. No gutter smells here either, just hints of starch and soap mingled with the metallic, pungent odour of... Oh, God. She grabbed his arm, shook it hard. Julian! Julian, wake up! When he failed to respond, she withdrew her trembling hand and looked down at it. Just as she'd feared, her fingers came away wet with blood. Julian Bellamy had died sometime during the night. That could be the only explanation. He'd perished, and there'd been some sort of divine mistake. Because this morning, he'd woken up in heaven. The sheer purity of it blanked his senses. All was light, fragrant, lush, clean. The qualities of paradise, as his boyhood self would have imagined it, the antithesis of everything he'd known from birth to the age of nine years. Squalor, dirt, darkness, hunger. Come to mention it, he still felt a faint pang of hunger. Odd. His bare arms glided between layers of crisp linen and quilted silk as he stretched, idly wondering if the dead felt hunger. And if so, what mead and manor banquet awaited him here? At last! "'There you are!' "'A feminine voice, husky and warm like honey. "'A familiar voice.' "'His pulse stuttered. "'His pulse? "'Bloody hell! "'To the devil with hunger! "'Dead men definitely did not have pulses.' "'Julian shot up on one elbow and forced his bleary gaze to sharpen. "'Lily, surely that's not you.' the elegant oval of her face came into focus dark eyes anchored by a straight slim nose the rosy curve of her mouth